0: Welcome to Max Living Radio with Dr. Jake Tucker, a teaching ministry designed to encourage you to seek a healthy lifestyle. We hope to emphasize the importance of honoring the vessel God has given us, our bodies, the temple of the Holy Spirit. Now, here's Dr. Jake Tucker. Good morning and welcome into another episode of Max Living Radio. My name is Dr. Jake Tucker, and I'm coming to you live today from Good Life Family Chiropractic Studios, Best of Lincoln 2017-2018. And we are very excited this morning. We're going to be talking to you about nutrition. Uh, What I want to talk to you about specifically with nutrition is just how far we're missing the mark. But before I get into the details of that today, I want to share with you a, a scripture that was shared with me this morning. And that's coming from John chapter 4. And a lot of you may be familiar with this scripture. It's Jesus talking with a Samaritan woman at the well. So in verse 1, it starts out, Now Jesus learned that the Pharisees had heard that he was gaining and baptizing more disciples than John. Although, in fact, it was not Jesus who baptized, but his disciples. So he left Judea and went back once more to Galilee. Now he had to go through Samaria. everyone who drinks this water will be thirsty again. But whoever drinks the water I give them will never thirst. Indeed, the water I give them will become in them a spring of water, welling up to eternal life. And I felt that that was so fitting, so fitting this morning when we're talking about nutrition, when we're talking about the essentials to a healthy life. You know, when I, when I, think about why I do what I do, when I think about why I even have this radio show, why I do podcasting, why I do talks in the community, it's not just because teaching people how to live healthy lives is a good idea. It's because I've literally seen my life and my family's life transformed by this information. And that's exactly what I want for you. And it starts with this mindset. We talk about the five essentials. Number one, and John Jesus says it through Paul in uh, Romans 12, verse 2. Do not conform any longer to the patterns of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind so that you can test and approve what God's will is, his good, pleasing, and perfect will. And then he goes in John 10, 9, and 10, and Jesus specifically states, I have come that you may have life and have it to the full. And that's exactly what I want you to experience this morning. I want you to be able to experience that life to the full. And what Jesus is saying and what Paul is saying is not a future life. It is not just eternal life starting the day we die. It is life to the full today right now as we experience Christ through his living word and through the word that he reveals to us through his creation and when we combine those two things we can find all sorts of amazing laws and principles and that was exactly what I taught my dad when he came to me and if you if you need to come to me if you're, you're dealing with problems right now if you would want to know if someone was stealing money from your bank account if you would want to know if a problem in your lifestyle was interfering with your ability to express life to the full, then I want you to write this number down, 402-413-8825. You'll want to keep that number handy. You can call or text that number, and I will pick up. I will answer your cell phone, or I will have a staff member standing by so that we can get your questions answered. But what what I did when my dad came to me, and after a life of living poorly, away from God's laws and principles we saw that he had developed the consequences of that lifestyle, poorly lived. And he had developed, like most Americans, heart disease. And for him, it was labeled with this diagnosis of congestive heart failure. And you can get about a thousand different diagnoses, and they all mean heart disease. And for my dad, this came from a lifestyle of overworking himself and not taking care of his physical health. He was more concerned with the way he took care of his family than the way that he took care of his own body. And this is a problem. We have to put on our own masks first. If the plane loses oxygen, you put your own mask on first and then you put it on your child. And what I saw from my dad is that he had been spending his entire life holding his breath, putting the the oxygen mask On his children and on his wife to make sure that we had the tools necessary to succeed in life. And he did an amazing job of that, but he worked himself nearly to death. He ate himself nearly to death. He sat himself nearly to death. And so when he finally came to me and he was ready to make those changes, I sat down with him, much like some of you need to do. And we went through the laws and principles of healing. And it starts with basic nutrition. And it starts really with what God says about nutrition. When we when we hear God to talk about things that we need he talks about number one this this analogy of water water needs to be the foundation and really for us to survive and live a healthy life we need to start with half our body weight in ounces of water a day and so i I currently we just started this 21 day challenge in our office and if you want to be a part of that challenge then call our office text that number 402-413-8825 right now and i will give you absolutely free all the resources that you need to complete that challenge and compete with us to become healthier and to become more in line with the life that Christ would want you to live from a health perspective. And so, uh, you know, we're on this challenge and the number one thing I want everyone to do is start by drinking half their body weight in ounces of water. So I started out yesterday and I weighed 221 pounds and that's a good weight for me with my, with my muscles, uh, the amount of muscle, weight I have, uh, but my body fat percentage is a little high and my waist circumference is a little large. And so I want to focus on getting those things down. And so this is not a weight loss challenge so much as it is a body fat percentage challenge. And so I started off with number one, water. I weigh 220, so I should be drinking 110 ounces of water every single day. And that is because my body is over two thirds water anyways, and even just a 2% decrease in hydration can massively affect the function of my body at a cellular level. So I started there. And then from there, we go into the major nutrients that most of us are missing. And when we look at the food that we have available to us, it's exactly what God put in the garden that we are most deficient in. It's vegetables. When I ask people and when I look at the surveys and and I look at the nutrition research from people across the United States of America, the number one missing thing that we need the most are we need vegetables. The average American consumes one serving of vegetables a day and most of the time it's white or brown. We need to be getting green, leafy vegetables into our diet if we're going to be healthy. And I would recommend a minimum, a minimum of three to four, but an optimum of five or more servings of fresh vegetables every single day. And if you're struggling getting there, then that's when you take supplements to help you get there because some of the most nutrient-rich foods in the world are vegetables and the most nutrient rich of those vegetables are leafy and green most typically if you know cruciferous vegetables they are some of the most nutrient dense foods on this planet it doesn't get until the after the top five that we start to see fruits becoming as nutrient dense as vegetables and when we're looking at those We're looking at berries. We're looking at the low-glycemic fruits. We're not talking about bananas. We're not talking about oranges. We're not talking about the sweet fruits that are easy to eat, that taste like candy. We're talking about the foods that are lowest in sugar, have the highest nutrient density. And so if you love berries, that's a great place to start to get some of those micronutrients in, things that we don't even realize yet that we need, that God prescribed for us, that God created us in this environment in Eden Is where we should get those foods. And then because we do live in a post flood world, God did give us the permission to eat animal products, but we're eating animal products in our diets, in our lives, that have completely missed the mark as far as the way that they were supposed to be raised and they were supposed to live. You know, when you look at the way a cow is raised in Nebraska, you know, for a certain percentage of its life, it eats grass. It's just cheaper to feed cows grass. But at a certain point, it becomes more economically friendly for the farmer to fatten up that cow by feeding it grains and specifically corn. And I've talked to uh, cattle farmers, ranchers who have this, and they're very, very concerned about this because, you know, in order to compete, in order to stay economically viable, they have to get the cows to market healthy with the nutrients that they needed with a certain body fat percentage in order to just stay above water. The problem is when you feed a cow something it wasn't designed to eat, except sparingly, cows would not eat grain unless they found it in the wild when they were created in the garden of eden they only would find that grain in the wild in spare amounts and it to them it was basically like eating candy we're fattening these cows up with essentially what they know as candy and it it makes them fat very quickly but it's not a healthy fat and we'll talk about healthy fats in a moment but when we're talking about cows they need to have a 4 to 1 ratio of omega-6 to omega-3 fatty acids in order to be healthy, in order to keep their body inflammation low. The problem is the average beef, the average package of beef, if you're pulling it off the shelf, the fatty acids that you're seeing in there, those that are good for you, the omega-6 to omega-3 fatty acid ratio is more than 17 to 1. And the human body reflects what that beef should reflect. It should be somewhere between one to one and four to one with that omega6 to omega3 fatty acid ratio in order to keep in, keep inflammation low. And when you look when you look at the major causes of chronic disease in the United States, we look at heart disease, we look at cancer, we look at diabetes, We see, that the major cause of that is inflammation. The research shows us that it is inflammation that causes those diseases. And so if you want to avoid those diseases, we have to start with the root cause. And so when I was talking to my dad about nutrition, we talked about inflammation first. We talked about those things that were contributing to his heart, not healing and functioning the way that it was supposed to. And even before nutrition, we started with essential number two. Essential number two comes right after essential number one, which is that maximized mindset, mindset, knowing what health is. Essential number two is recognizing where health comes from. Health comes from your nervous system and specifically the function that it provides. When we look at the definition of health, health is 100% optimal function and healing if you want to heal and function you need your nervous system to heal and function well and my dad's nervous system was stuck in this sympathetic state constrained because of the amount of time that he was sitting and really just to be able to affect his digestion his nervous system in specifically his lumbar spine was compromised his nervous system specifically in his upper back, right where his neck would exceed across his shoulders more than two inches, it was compromised and it kept his body from healing and functioning the way that God designed him to. And so if you're like my dad and you sit at a desk and you eat mostly fast food and you're dealing with this diagnosis, this heart disease, this cancer, this diabetes, and you haven't looked at your nutrition, you haven't looked at your nervous system, you haven't looked to see what the cause of those problems are, I encourage you right now to call our office at 402-413-8825 so that we can set you up with a consult with myself. And to honor those people that make an appointment right now, if you are to make an appointment this week, coming in between Monday and Friday of this week, then I will give you a 50% discount off of the exam and off of any necessary imaging or x-rays that we decide that we need to take here in the office. So call that number now, 402-413-8825, and we will set aside an appointment specifically for you and any of the family members that you know and love that are dealing with these similar issues as well. Again, 402-413-8825. And when my dad started to make these changes, his life started to transform. You know, when he sat down and he talked with me, that was right after my uh, first son Dietrich was born. And at that point, he was over 100 pounds overweight. He started making these changes slowly. He started with his nerve system. He started building in the nutrition changes. And from there, he was able to implement Fitness. He was able to implement a lifestyle of decreased toxicity. And the one factor that made it so that he could consistently get better was he became a lifelong learner of health a lifelong learner of God's laws and principles of health and healing. Some of his theories on health just amaze me because he's dove in at the level that you would expect most doctors to. And that's what we need from each and every person that wants to make a health transformation. You need to start being your own doctor because the best doctor in the world lives inside you. Jesus is called the Great Physician. And he is the author and giver of life. He's the author and giver of all health and healing. And when he formed you, when he took you from two cells and he formed every organ, cell and tissue in your body, he did so by giving you a nervous system. He put an intelligence inside there that heals and animates every organ, cell and tissue in your body. In fact, It grew every organ, cell, and tissue in your body. And when you were born, that power didn't leave you. That intelligence didn't leave you. It continues to do so. It continues to regrow when cells and tissues and organs are damaged. And so if we're going to enable God to work in our lives through his healing power, to be that great physician for us, to continue to be that, the thing that we need to recognize is his laws and principles of health and healing. He wants us to be well. But what did he ask the, the uh, uh, paralytic at the well? He said, do you want to be well? Do you want to be well? Are you ready to be well? Because living a lifestyle that is in congruency with what creation and our creator have taught us is not an easy life. Jesus said, you will have difficulties, you will have struggles, but take heart for I have overcome the world. He created these laws and principles for us to follow, and it starts at the garden. It starts with living that Eden lifestyle. Now, I'm not saying that we have to give up our meat. When the flood happened, it completely changed our environment, and it made it such that we need more nutrients and so a lot of those nutrients have to come from these meats and so you know we look at the biblical principles and Leviticus talks a lot about uh, the, the nutritional laws and I, I adhere to those as much as I can but you know it, it's more than the standard American lifestyle we can't just keep putting processed junk on our plate and ex- expecting to be healthy and so the first thing that I had my to that I had my dad do this baby step that i had him take is i had him cut out the processed junk just stop eating the pre prepared pre packaged meals because those are the ones that contain the most harmful ingredients i don't need you to become a scientist in you know just food proportions and calories per gram yeah i can teach you all that stuff when the time is right but let's start with the baby step the first step is recognizing just how bad the food that we consume is that comes from a factory. It has the most added sugar, it has the most added sodium, has the most added artificial ingredients, flavors, colors, and sweeteners. And these things are things that we know and are being revealed to us in science as we observe, as we learn more, that they are not good for us. In fact, the World Health Organization just said that processed meats and red meats are as carcinogenic as cigarettes. There's the same classification of carcinogen as cigarettes. And so we have to avoid these things, especially these processed foods, because they are the most dangerous for us. And yes, absolutely. Red meat, beef, is very dangerous for us when we consume Cows that were not raised the way that God designed them to be raised. If you eat a grass-fed cow, it has a ratio of 1 to 1 to 4 to 1. Omega-6 to omega-3 fatty acids, that is not inflammatory for you for the most part, unless you have a beef sensitivity, and that requires more testing to be able to find out. But if you consume a a cow that has been raised on corn or finished on corn, it has that omega-6 to omega-3 fatty acid ratio of closer to 17 to 1 or more, so that you are not getting those healthy essential fatty acids in a healthy ratio, and it creates that inflammation and leads to A lifestyle, a body that is more inflamed. And when you have a body that's inflamed, you end up with these chronic diseases that most Americans are dealing with. And so I encourage you right now if you have not started to cut out these processed foods, you should start doing so immediately because that becomes a problem. That absolutely creates issues over time. And so what I recommend is that we start with the nervous system. We start with this understanding of what health is because when my dad started to apply that, he started to lose weight. And yes, we got deeper and deeper into this with him as things went on, but what we focused on with him was that nervous system first. And by focusing on the nervous system, we enabled his body to heal and function the way that God designed it to. And when his body healed and functioned the way that God designed it to, then he started to not just lose weight, not just feel better, but he was able to get his life back this diagnosis of congestive heart failure it went away completely and now he's living at 80 pounds less than where he started just a few years later and in fact when he came to visit me when my daughter was born uh, just a couple uh a little less than um, two years ago uh, he sat down with me and he said jake you becoming a chiropractor saved my life And that's what I want for you guys. And so if you're sitting there and you're dealing with headaches, if you're dealing with back pain, if you're dealing with uh, sciatica or you're dealing with neck pain or you're dealing with, you know, this muscle spasms or this tension across your shoulders, those are signs that your body is malfunctioning. There is no such thing as a normal headache. There is no such thing as normal back pain or normal neck pain. These are signs and symptoms that your body is malfunctioning and it's going to lead to more problems down the road. And this is a problem. This actually robs from our pocketbooks. We look at our healthcare system and our health overall as a country. We spend more money on health and healthcare than any other country in the world. It averages out to $10,000 per person every single year. And yes, that sounds expensive. It is is, it's the number one cause of bankruptcy in the United States right now. The number one, over two-thirds, or almost two-thirds of bankruptcies happen because of our healthcare spending. And the reason why that is, is because we spend more more time and money focusing on cures than we do on prevention. We completely ignore Benjamin Franklin when he said, an ounce of prevention is worth a pound of cure. We're spending pounds and pounds and dollars and dollars and thousands and thousands of dollars on cures when we should be focusing on cause and when we look at the cause it's very very simple when we misalign ourselves when we misalign our bodies with the laws and principles that god had i have a patient right now in my office named penny and penny i hope you're listening to this because i am so proud of you she walked in with low back pain sciatica neck pain headaches, just the works. When it comes to chiropractic patients, she had everything that most people consider chiropractors to be experts in. And while I do see a lot of these conditions, what I am an expert in is looking at the nervous system. And so that's the first thing I did is I assessed her nervous system for any pressure damage. And what we found... We found severe interference. We did a digital nerve scan, surface electromyography, to see how well her body was healing and functioning. I checked her posture to see if her neck was in alignment with her shoulders, if you know her shoulders were in alignment with her hips, and her feet were securely under her. And guess what? It wasn't. On the scan, we saw severe irritation and damage. And guess what? We did not see normal note motion in her spine. What we found was a reverse curve in her neck, a scoliosis in her low back, ligament damage, none of which she knew she had. She just thought she had normal low back pain, that it hurt worse when she had to walk. And when we looked for the cause, we identified what the problem area was. And while that symptom of back pain, neck pain, headache, sciatica are absolutely signs that something's malfunctioning. The problem with pressure damage to the nervous system is 80% of the time you do not even feel it. All it takes is the weight of a dime of pressure on that nervous system if left there for five minutes or more to decrease that signal going through the nerves by 60%. And some of us live with this chronic stress on our nervous system because we work on computers, because we sit for hours and hours a day doing jobs in front of these computers, in front of our smartphones, and it's retraining our spines to hold our spinal cord, to hold the nerve roots in constant tension, putting us into this state of sympathetic stress. When we're talking about nutritional issues, we have to look at our state of stress. If we are constantly in a sympathetic state, there is no way we're gonna be able to digest these foods and nutrients that we get when we look to God's creation. What happens is, when you're in a sympathetic state, your nervous nervous system actually shuts down your digestive system. You start to crave sugar because it uh, absorbs and digests into your bloodstream At the start, at the top of your digestive system, in your mouth, you look for simple carbs like grains that digest in your mouth and go directly into the bloodstream because your digestive organs are shutting down to the sympathetic stress that we're in from constantly being in this fight or flight state. It's as if we released a tiger into the room just because we are constantly putting stress on our nervous system. And a lot of it comes from these postures that we put ourselves in. A lot of people have heard of tech neck or text neck. I called it architect's neck because it was what my wife had, because she sat in front of a computer every single day. She was looking down at her work every single day, and it retrained her neck, not to have a smooth 45-degree curve from the side, but it went the wrong way. Her neck was facing the wrong way, and that posture, that posture in her spine created such a, a... pathological tension in her spinal cord that her spine had to buckle it created a scoliosis which we know from the research is equivalent to having type 2 diabetes from its effect on your nervous system it decreases your life expectancy by between 14 and 20 years and it decreases your life quality in the same amount that having an active type 2 diabetes would if you were to not Take any medication if you were to not change your diet and you were to not live a more active lifestyle and start fighting against this diabetes. And so when we found it in my my wife, we fixed it. When we found it in Penny, we started to work to fix it. And in both cases, it doesn't take a lot. It's a very simple process, but it does require this change of mindset, a transformation of this mindset. Be transformed by the renewing of your mind so that you can test and approve what God's will is. Do you think God wants you to be sick and tired of being sick and tired? Or does he want you to be well? Do you think God wants you to pray for an answer every single day to the health problems that you're going through? Or does he want you to pray and then look for an answer? Do you think God wants you out of alignment with his laws and principles for health and healing? Or do you think he wants you to line up with those health and those laws and principles of health and healing? And the answer is always that God wants what's best for you. God wants you to be well. God wants you to live that life and to have it to the full. He came so that you may have that life to the full because he has amazing plans for you. He declares them. He declares that he has good plans for you in Jeremiah 29, 11. For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord. Plans to prosper you and not to harm you. Plans to give you a hope and a future. And those plans are great. You cannot go serve the homeless when you're stuck on the couch, just taking your medication and eating your potato chips. But if we get to the cause of these problems, when we start to reverse them at the root, then you do not have to be stuck on these things. You do not have to be stuck on your couch. You can go, and I've seen this, people going and being able to serve because they have their life, because they have their health. When you lose your life, you're prepared to bankrupt yourself to get it back. But how much more can we do by getting to this on the front end when it just feels a little bad, when it just feels a little uncomfortable? That's a sign and that's a symptom that God created inside our bodies that he didn't ask us to mask, but that he wants us to address the cause of. And that's what we do in our office. And so if you're sick and tired of being sick and tired like Penny was, then I encourage you right now to call our office at 402-4110. 138825 so that you can set up an appointment to come in and get an exam to have any necessary x-rays taken and see the cause of the problem but more than that to see the solution to the problem going back st- Back to God's laws and principles of health and healing to work your way back because what you lifestyle your way into you can lifestyle your way out of just like my dad did just like Penny is doing and we're seeing such great results. She was able to walk through shields to experience the fullness of what that store had to offer and do that without pain for the first time in years in years. And this is not an uncommon thing in my office. I see patients with fibromyalgia. I see patients with problems with digestive systems like ulcerative colitis and Crohn's disease. And we're able to start to reverse those things by addressing the cause. I don't treat those conditions, but by making a healthier environment inside of your body, by allowing your body to heal and function the way that God designed it to, he can do the healing through you, through this crazy, amazing, innate intelligence that God puts inside every single one of us. Yeah, It was a uh Albert Einstein that said, you either look at life as if nothing is a miracle or everything is a miracle. And you have that choice today to start seeing the miracle that God placed inside you, the miracles that surround us, that you have access to through your relationship with Jesus Christ, through this creation, through this body that he gave us and he blessed us with. He said that body is the temple of the Holy Spirit. How much more important is it for us to take care of that temple? than it is to take care of our houses or our cars, things that we can live without. We can, but it starts with addressing the cause. And so I encourage you right now, if you have not had your nervous system assessed by a structural corrective chiropractor a five essential certified chiropractor to call our office right now at 402-413-8825 you can send us a text message as well and i or one of my assistants will pick up the phone and we will talk you through if you if you miss us if for some reason we're on the phone If the lines are full, you can leave a message, but tell us that you heard us on the radio that you want an appointment for this week. And by taking an appointment this week, I will reduce the cost of your exam by 50%. I will reduce the cost of any necessary imaging or x-rays that we need to take by 50% to honor that decision, to be proactive with your health and start to live that life that God has for you. So getting back to the nutrition part of this, we have to... Go back and I would just want to cover that that foundation of any healthy nutrition plan. And it starts with what God talks about most in scripture. He even compares himself to it, you know, the living water. We have to be consuming about half our body weight in ounces of water every single day. And so for me, sitting at 221 pounds. That's 110 ounces of water a day. Now, I've lost two pounds on this 21 day fat burning challenge just two days in already. And so that number decreases with my weight, but I'm also not going to drastically reduce that just over the course of this 21-day challenge. So it's going to consistently be about 10 10-ounce 10 glasses, or what I'm doing is 16-ounce bottles of water to help myself keep track of that. And so the next place that I go is I go to vegetables. Vegetables are the most nutrient-dense foods on the planet. And then from there, we can start getting into animal products. And the animal products should be coming from naturally raised animal products, the products that God provided in the way that he provided them. So, you know, when we look at scripture, he does tell us to avoid pork, and he does tell us to avoid shellfish and several other types of animals. Now that we have the research, yeah, maybe the Israelites thought they were being deprived back then. Now that we have the research, we know that pork is one of the most acidic meats available. And when we talk about cancer, cancer is a a disease of acidity, too much acidity in the body. And it's also one of the most unclean meats from a parasite perspective. The highest parasite count per type of meat per ounce is in pork. When we look at shellfish, they're bottom feeders. They tend to have more toxic chemicals in them because they are on the bottom of the ocean, which is a filter for the ocean and so they tend to have higher levels of toxicity than other types and so we look to animals the way that they're the way that they're raised matters you know organic definitely is a step up from conventional but even organic meats can be raised the wrong way they can be given organic corn instead of organic grass or they can be grass-fed 80% of their life and finished on corn for the last 20%. So it's important to know where your meat source, where your dairy source, where that stuff is coming from because that makes a difference. We have this, this principle of biotoxic accumulation. What you eat, the toxins that they take in they can filter out to a certain extent. Our bodies have a limited capacity to flush out toxins. We are fearfully and wonderfully made. But when that overflows, and believe me, the the corn that our cows are eating is some of the most pesticide-sprayed foods available on the market that gets into the meat, that gets into the fat cells specifically, and when we have that nice marbled steak, it has a higher toxic count than one that was grass-fed that did not have this toxic accumulation. So after we look at meats, then we have to go up the food chain to these healthy fats, and really, this is probably the second most prevalent deficiency in the healthy diet of Americans after vegetables because we've been taught that fats make you fat or that fats will give you heart disease. And while it's absolutely true that unhealthy fats will make you fat and give you heart disease, when you consume healthy fats, the ones that are made up of essential fatty acids, and they're essential because we actually need them to survive. Our, our nervous system itself is over 70% fat. And when it's made up of unhealthy fats, that creates inflammation again. But when it's made up of healthy fats, that allows for efficiency, effectiveness, and health. And so we want those healthy fats. What are healthy sources of fats? I, start, I I like to use this basic principle. If you step on a fruit or a vegetable and fat oozes out of it, it is probably a, a good source of healthy fat. But if you step on it and it is water or it is juice or it is Uh, basically mash or mush that squeezes out of it, it's probably not a good source of healthy fat. And so if you're thinking the way I am, that leads you directly to olives. Olives, the way that you press oil out of them is by pressing them. And when you press the olives, when you squeeze the olives, oil comes out in abundance. It's a very healthy fat for you to consume when it's uncooked. The problem with olive oil is that it is so sensitive to heat and light that if it is not extra virgin, if it is not in a dark bottle, It starts to denature just in the presence of light, and so I do not recommend cooking with it. The fats that I recommend cooking with are also naturally prevalent fats in the foods that they come from. Avocado oil very rich in healthy fats. And then coconut oil is made up of medium chain triglycerides and medium medium chain fatty acids. And so if you're missing your gallbladder, this is one of the safest fats for you to consume. This is one of the fats that I consume in abundance. I actually will put this in my coffee because those medium chain triglycerides actually will give me a, a boost in my energy levels without needing to take in extra caffeine. I will—I actually don't drink caffeinated coffee. I drink decaf and just the low levels of caffeine that is in decaf combined with those medium chain triglycerides from the coconut oil give me an energy boost that sustains me through the day much better than when I drink caffeinated coffee. And so that that's absolutely an essential place to go. You can also look at grass-fed butter as a very healthy source of healthy fats. It's when it's coming from a cow that's been fed grass its whole life, those fats that are in there are in the perfect ratio of omega-6 to omega-3 fatty acids. It can be considered a health food. Now, you still don't want to overdo it with calories. And fats are some of the highest calories per gram food out there. But if you consume healthy fats in moderate and appropriate levels, then you can maintain a healthy body. By doing so, the next level up I would consider that to be the low glycemic fruits. So we talked about at the first part of the show that the the most nutrient dense foods are actually the those vegetables. However, when we get a little bit lower down that list of most nutrient dense foods, then we come up with the low glycemic fruits, and that would be anything that ends in berry. So uh, strawberry, blueberry. Uh, Blackberry, you know, just go down the list. Elderberries, these are all very nutrient dense and we see a lot of antioxidants in there. And what antioxidants are designed to do is to fight free radicals. Free radicals are basically what cause cancer and inflammation in your body. And so when we see those free radicals, we wanna neutralize those with antioxidants. And antioxidants, some of the ones that you may have heard of before, vitamin C, vitamin E, selenium, these things are prevalent in our vegetables and in our low glycemic fruits. When we get to the higher glycemic fruits, those things are much less nutrient dense. It actually replaces the nutrients with sugar. And so the sweeter the fruit, the less nutrients it's going to have in it. And you also want these fruits and vegetables to be ripe. When I do a nutrition consult with a lot of patients, if they have this band of belly fat that we Americans are, are so well known for, then I immediately point to an eating fruit and vegetables before they're ripe including grains and grains is actually the biggest one here this is one that i recommend most people stay away from when i see digestive issues in babies especially i look at grains because grains in order to ripen them in our country we spray them with glyphosate when they're unripe and this leads to two problems the first is the lectin in grains and lectins are a plant poison that is in unripe foods to keep predators away from it until that uh, plant is ready to germinate and reproduce itself. Once the fruit is ready, that lectin it goes away. And the most common lectin that you probably know of is gluten. And what lectins do is they actually attack the gap junction cells in our digestive system. The digestive system is a tube of single layers of cells that are selectively permeable, and so that basically allows for good things to go out and are good things to go out into the bloodstream and bad things to stay in the digestive system all the way through to the other end of the tube, if you get my drift. And so when it's working properly, when that selectively, selectively permeable membrane stays intact, all the bad things go through and all the good things go in. But when that's attacked, now a prevalence of the bad stuff starts to get into your bloodstream, and we start to create an immune response. And when we create an immune response, it results in inflammation and swelling. And that inflammation and swelling starts to create health problems. We start to see digestive issues. And for so many people that have low back pain, they are also dealing with digestive issues, whether that's reflux, whether that's, uh, you know, problems with stomach acid. I had a patient with GERD the other day come in, and what what I found in her spine was actually a severe level of subluxation that, you know, this problem, the nerves attached to your digestive system go directly back to the spine. It's a reinforcing problem. When we see problems in the digestive system, I go right back to the spine to see if that's healing and functioning well because oftentimes we see at a chemical level an interference with the nervous system that we have to address at the cause. We can't just rely on taking pressure off from the vertebra. We also have to deal with the chemistry side of this. And so we start there, but we're also looking at how those nutrients are being made is your is your grain being sprayed with that glyphosate if it is then you very well may be dealing with a problem called leaky gut and we see that when we have that band of belly fat around our middle and it's also a problem with something called gluten. gluten is that lectin that we see in grains. And so, so many kids now are gluten sensitive, but we don't see the signs of it until they reach high school or until they're in middle school. And they start developing all sorts of problems like acne or our kids start to develop digestive issues or they start to develop headaches. But these problems, glyphosate, Roundup, the active ingredient in Roundup is considered by the World Health Organ- Organization to be a probable carcinogen, basically meaning that we suspect that this is a carcinogen, but we, it hasn't been around long enough for us to have conclusive science behind it. It hasn't been tested enough. I would think that it would be a logical decision to test these chemicals before we put them into our food system to allow them to you know cover the foods that we eat in uh, or to be sprayed around our homes for us to breathe in we're finding that people that work with this stuff they have a higher prevalence of incidence of cancer in not just their, themselves and in their families but in their communities it is a very very difficult problem for us to overcome if we do not address it in our food system and so we have to look at our fruits and vegetables what are sprayed with these things the most grains absolutely they're ripened by spraying with with them they they get sprayed when they're not ripe so they have higher levels of lectins and gluten and they are sprayed in order to ripen them so they have the glyphosate so that's two things specifically that attack the gap Junction between these selectively permeable cells in your digestive system, and create things like leaky gut. Some of you might have irritable bowel syndrome. This might be coming from the exact same place. If we have a, a basic block in our digestive system, yeah, you know, a gap in that lining, that protective lining that separates bloodstream from digestive stream, then those things start to mix, and we do not want fecal matter mixing with our our bloodstream. That's just completely unsafe. We don't want that to happen at all. So next up from that list is actually our sweeteners. And sweeteners is a major problem in our digestive system. As Americans, we consume nearly two-thirds of a pound of sugar every single day. In fact, it's about uh, 260 pounds of sugar in a year. Think about that, 260 pounds of sugar in a year and on a daily basis, that's almost two thirds pound of sugar. So go to the store, pick one of those suckers up and go ahead and just put that in a cup because that's what you're consuming every day. Is almost two thirds pound of that. And it's not just coming from our sodas. About a third of it comes from our soda consumption, but a lot of it is coming from these pre prepared foods that we like to eat. When we look at fast foods, when we look at foods like tomato sauces or pre prepared soups or these frozen dinners or these meals that come in a can, these are the foods that have the most sugar in them. These prepackaged foods, foods that we consider healthy because it says something like low fat on the label has more sugar added just for flavor. And yes, the labeling on this is starting to get slightly better. It's starting to catch up. We're looking for things. It's actually putting it on the nutrition facts, added sugars, but we need to be considering our net carbs as well because we're eating a high carb diet when we start to consume a low fat diet and that actually makes our food taste better, but it creates more and more of an issue. And these are things that I worked with my dad on. These are things that he taught himself in a lot of ways because he wanted to be the one that was responsible for health. When we look at what health is, it is not an absence of symptoms, it is not an absence of a label, Of a a sickness or a disease. Health is 100% optimal function and healing. Your symptoms do not typically show up until you've seen a 40% decrease in function. If we're wanting to be healthy, if we're wanting to live that life to the full, then we have to focus on what true health is. Where it comes from is our nervous system. We think about, you know, how our heart beats, how our lungs breathe, for how a cut on our leg heals. A signal has to go from our brain, run down our spinal cord, and out the nerves to every organ, cell, and tissue. It doesn't happen any other way. We know that because if we separate any cell, tissue, or organ from that intelligence that God placed inside of our brains, it dies immediately. If we cut the nerve going to an organ, it dies immediately. If we cut our brain stem, You die immediately. But if we pinch the nerves that are going to the heart, the heart cannot function at 100%. If we pinch the nerves going to our digestive system, our digestive system cannot heal and function at 100%. If we pinch the nerves going to any organ in our body, it immediately starts to malfunction because those signals are blocked. Those signals are interrupted and interfered with, and that keeps us from healing and functioning at or near 100%. And that's not what I want for any of you. If you've been listening for the last couple of weeks, if you've been listening to any of my episodes before, then you know that this information saved my life. It was a chiropractor. And that came in and he removed the nerve the pressure from my nervous system the interference from my nervous system and allowed my Lungs to heal and function the way that God designed them to. Yeah, you know, and this is not what most people go to chiropractors for. Most people go to chiropractors for their neck pain, their back pain, or the headaches. But when I see a patient under care after a week and they tell me that their digestive system is working better, or they're breathing better, or their sinuses cleared up, or their allergies are gone, this does not surprise me because the same things that create things like neck pain back pain, headaches, sciatica, fibromyalgia are the things that also interfere with organ function. And when we want those to heal and function at 100%, we have to go to the nervous system first. And so what happened with me is my mom brought me home from the hospital after a C-section birth. Cesarean section is where you, you do a... Incision on the mother's abdomen and uterus to get the baby out in an emergency. And that process saved my life. But in doing so, there was some damage that was placed in my spine that didn't show up for another two weeks. And this is very typical. We see damage in the spine that usually doesn't reflect in a symptom for some time. But in my spine, what I had was a misalignment of the top vertebra, and it was putting pressure on the respiratory center. In my brainstem, such that anytime I tilted my head over in my sleep or turned my head to nurse, it would cut off the function of the vagus nerve as it controlled how I breathed. Now, when I quit breathing the first time, my mom said that I I turned blue down to my elbows. And so as a mom who had never been to a chiropractor before, her first thought was get him to an emergency room, resuscitate him, get him to an emergency room. But she got me there, and because she had resuscitated me and I was breathing just fine on my own, they could not find any evidence of anything having gone wrong, didn't even believe her, and were about to send her home without even checking for a problem. Thank God I had a a cousin who was a a, a clinician in the hospital, a medical doctor. He ran a test. He put me on a sleep apnea monitor, monitored, monitored me for the entire evening. I quit breathing 14 times that night. So he sent me home with the monitor, and I quit breathing every single night, up to 17 times in a night. And I was going to doctor after doctor, specialist. I ended up at University of Michigan Children's Hospital, and they couldn't even figure out what was wrong with me. It wasn't until my mom's best friend told her to take me to a chiropractor that anyone even looked for the cause. And this chiropractor, he knew exactly what to do. He saw that one pupil was open larger than the other, dilated larger than the other, and Went right to my neck because my head was tilted over to my side at six months of age My head was still cocked over to the side I wasn't holding my head up right and he felt Along the side of my neck the top bone atlas had moved off to the side just enough That anytime I turned my head in my sleep or turned my head over to nurse I would quit breathing and I would turn blue He did one adjustment and i've never had a breathing problem since And that's exactly what I want for you. I want to be able to find out what the cause of the problem is. And so that requires an exam, imaging, any necessary x-rays. If you call right now, 402-413-8825, I will give you an opportunity to come into our office. We've set aside appointments just for those exams this week, but call now, set up your appointment this week, and if you come in this week, I will honor that decision by giving you a 50% off of your exam and x-rays. Again, that number is 402-413-8825. I'm Dr. Jake Tucker, and for me and all of my family here at Good Life Family Chiropractic, I wish you a blessed week.